Hey you guys, so I'm finally getting a break from my kids during the day. Neighbors on both sides of me are gone, so there won't be any like extra background noise. Because I know in the last couple episodes I've recorded there have been a lot of background noise. It's because my neighbors are always up at nighttime and they're both very loud. So, um, I mean I'm probably equally as loud, but like, damn dude. Anyway, um, but yeah, my kids went with my husband to go run errands. So I'm currently stuck on my couch because I'm deodorizing the carpet. And, like, I don't want to have to walk through all the powder and shit on the carpet. So, here I am on my couch for the next ten minutes. Let's talk. So, basically, the topic that's kind of been weighing heavily on my mind recently is FOMO. Especially, like, with the Thanksgiving thing coming up, by the way, that the set-in-stone plans are just basically my mom is coming over. That's it. Like, that's the whole plan but I was getting FOMO because I know my sister's going to her boyfriend's dad's house and then my aunt is having I think one or two of her kids come over or whatever maybe my grandparents I don't know and then um and then my family all left today to give me a break and I was thinking about this I almost was kind of like mad when they were leaving without me because I'm like dude what the hell but then I thought about it and I'm like I always talk about how I never get a break during the day I never get to do what I want originally they wanted to just kind of give me a nap time but like I wanted to deodorize the carpets and other stuff because it just like was something I wanted to do I almost ran and got dressed and went with them, but I was just like, no, like, imagine all the fun you can have by yourself. So let me know, like, the question of the day, too. So this is going to be like a two-for-one deal. When you are alone, or when you get time alone to, like, decompress, what do you like to do by yourself? Do you, like, are you like me where you just, like, kick into, like, cleaning mode? You just put on loud music or a podcast or whatever and you just clean? Or do you, like, watch TV? Like, what do you do? when you're by yourself. I like to clean a lot or I like to watch TV. It depends on how I feel. Today obviously it was cleaning because I have a lot of energy. Usually I don't. So the headline I'm going to talk about today is on TikTok there's this girl who's basically going viral for dumpster diving at Bath and Body Works and it's bringing up like a whole new conversation to light which is Companies are wasteful. They throw away tons of unused product every year that all just go to rot in landfills. But then they chase people away from their dumpsters like they're losing money and getting stolen from. Like, okay, this is what I see as. You little minimum wage workers chasing people out of the dumpsters. First off, how much are you even getting paid? If it's minimum wage, I can't imagine it's that much. So why do you care? It's not like you're losing the money. It's the company, not you. And secondly... That stuff's going to rot in a landfill anyways. Aren't these people who are dumpster diving and taking it, like, doing a public service? Because I know I've I've never tried dumpster diving. I've thought about it. I wanted to. I'm just too scared to actually do it. Um, <laughs> but, like, reduce, reuse, recycle, right? If I get it out of the dumpster and I continue to use it or I find someone else who's going to use it, doesn't that just help the planet? I mean, I know I'm just one person, but, like... I don't know. Do you see what I'm saying, though? If enough people, like, free, like, freecycle.com, if you go on there, there's tons of stuff that, instead of throwing it away, people are just giving it away. Or, like, Mercari or, like, other places like that, you can go on there and buy stuff. Like, yeah, it's used, but, like, 
it'll keep it from going in a landfill, you know? Like, obviously, if something is really disgusting, throw it away. And if something is, like, really broken, throw it away. But if it's still usable, why toss it in a dumpster? There's somebody out there, guarantee you, who will use it. Like I said, put it on FreeCycle, Facebook Marketplace, Mercari, Let Go. Like, there's a ton of different websites and apps where you can just sell your used stuff at. And if all else fails, drop it off at Goodwill. Like, someone, someone somewhere will want it. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like... I kind of feel like fast fashion and big industry and all that is kind of like ruining us as a planet. Because look at how much unused, unwanted shit. Like, Victoria's Secret is real bad for this, and they've been getting called out for the last couple of years for just throwing away a bunch of shit instead of, like, donating it to, like, thrift stores. Oh, we can't sell it. Here you go for a profit. The thrift store, if they give us, like, X amount of dollars, can just have this and sell it to people. You know what I mean? Like... Why not turn it into a, to like a way for your business to make money? Okay, we have we made a hundred shirts. People only bought thirty. These extra seventy shirts, why don't we sell them to a thrift store or sell them online for like cheap, cheap, cheap? And then you still make money off of it. Why put it in a landfill? You could totally, if it's still good and it's still usable, never been used before. Like I'm sure someone out there will buy it for cheap, cheap, cheap. Like, right? I guess what I'm saying is. I think people are too wasteful these days. Alright, so let me tell you a story about my first Christmas away from home. And I think one of the only Christmases that I didn't actually kind of spend with my family, like... Obviously, we would do, like, Christmas dinners and stuff. Actually, the last couple of years, we've kind of skipped Christmas dinners. But long story short, um, you know, this dynamic on Thanksgiving, it was like that, only more, like, cozy and, like, homey. And there was, like, there was always less people because, like, the in-laws wouldn't come to it and stuff like that. It was literally just our family. We would go over to my mom's house or to my aunt's house, and we would have dinner, and all the family would hang out. We would do a gift exchange game, which... I will talk about in another episode if you want to hear, like, the rules of it and stuff like that. Um, and that would be that, and we would have fun. Well, one year, I'd been dating Ben literally for only a month, so we weren't even, like, that serious. But he was going to have, like, a Christmas dinner at his house with his mom, his mom's boyfriend, their roommate, and his mom's boyfriend's brother and his family. So they invited me to go to it, and of course, because... Back then, I was, like, in puppy high school girl love that I thought was, like, the the one, you know, you know how it is when it's, like, your first real relationship, okay? I literally was so dumb back then. Anyway, I, of course I said yes to going to it, and uh, this is that story. All right, so please know I'd already kind of been to, like, an extra Thanksgiving dinner at their house. They had one, like, that weekend before Thanksgiving had happened, um, so I kind of already had an idea of how this was going to go and what was like expected of me when I went there as his girlfriend or as quote unquote part of their family. So basically me and him are the ones who decided that it was going to be kind of like an all day thing. And his mom just said, if you're going to be here anyways, like you're going to help around the house and stuff like that because there are people coming over. And I was just like, well, yeah, okay, cool, whatever. Like, I don't care. So I remember waking up early and getting all ready and, like, 
putting on like this cute little sweater and my skinny jeans trying to look all cute okay and putting on my makeup and my trying to do my hair which probably I looked like a wreck but like let's be honest I probably was a hot mess back then I still kind of am now but like back then it was really bad okay because I didn't know what I was doing anyway um yeah and I remember as I'm getting ready and I'm waiting to leave I'm like literally waiting for him to call me to say like okay like we're ready for you to come over my mom comes in and she'd gotten this gift at work that was like a peppermint hot chocolate set but it was like a boozy peppermint hot chocolate set so you would make the hot chocolate and then put peppermint schnapps in it so and I had been just joking around like oh like you should give me some of that like you should let me drink some like whatever like let me get that like you know but I was 18 and stupid like I didn't know shit I had never really drank a whole lot before this so my mom again I started like poking fun at her because she was making some and I was like poking fun at her like oh you should make me one like you should let me drink some like give me some girl like help like yeah and uh she she I didn't think she would do it she she did though so I got to, <laughs> I got to drink peppermint schnapps with my mom <laughs> on Christmas day at least um we didn't get to sit and have a Christmas dinner together but we got to toast with the peppermint schnapps hot chocolate so that was pretty cool and I remember just drinking that and then he called until so my stepdad like put me in the car and dropped me off at his house. Obviously my mom was drinking and I was drinking. So neither of us were going to drive over there. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I get there and there really wasn't a whole lot going on. I remember his mom had like planned out this meal the week before, like we were sitting there talking and I was going to like the store with her helping her gather ingredients and stuff like this. Cause I don't remember exactly what the sides were. I know there was a bisque of some sort and then there was, crab so they were making a king crab and then like some sort of like I think it was like a butternut squash bisque soup and she told me that it was going to be a it's like meant to be cold and that kind of freaked me out but here's the thing I remember watching her make it and asking like oh do you need any help and she just basically said you know do some light picking up around the house if I need anything else I'll tell you so we went and did all that did the light picking up around the house um they had put up their tree they hadn't decorated it so we decorated the tree too which was really fun just me and him just throwing decorations on a fake tree you know and then um at one point she comes in and she's like oh my god I don't have this thing so we walked to the store to the 99 cent store to get like we got ourselves like sodas and like candies and stuff like that. She basically told us until dinner time, there is no snacks. There is no food. Like we'll eat when we have dinner. So if you want something to eat, now's your chance. Go get it at 99 cent store, but I'm not making anything. Nobody's coming in the kitchen until dinner is served basically. So we were just like, okay, like whatever. So we got snacks, soda, whatever else we were going to get. And we got her thing that she needed. And then we, took it back home we had our snacks and our stuff we hung out in the backyard played with his dogs whatever until his mom's boyfriend's family got there that's what you're doing and so they show up and immediately all of the adults go out into the garage their roommate who I'll call I'll call him Mo so Mo Um, I'll call her boyfriend, Devin. So Mo, Devin, 
Brenda, I'll call her Brenda, Mo, Devin, Brenda, and Devin's brother Mike and his wife Susie, and they all head into the garage. I probably won't remember all those names, but that's okay. And all of the kids, which was the Brent, or uh, Mike and Susie's two sons, and us, we went into the den. Now, here's the cool thing about the den. Their den had all these old arcade games and stuff in it. Like, most of them were packed back away, and then they had, like, it was walled off with more arcade games. So the ones that were facing the den, there was only, like, two or three of them. You were playable. The rest of them were not. Um, and then just boxes upon boxes of just stuff. They're... They kind of had, like, a lot of shit in their house. Like, I know I was talking about the dumpster diving thing where people will go, like, dumpster dive or use free cycle or resell sites. to. That's kind of what they did for a living. Like, they had other money coming in, but that's, like, their main thing that they did was, like, reselling stuff. They'll go buy storage units and sell stuff. They also used to own an arcade, and that's why they had all the old arcade games because they were slowly selling them off one by one. And then they also would take old arcade games, fix them up for people for money and then you could come back and get your arcade game you know after they fixed it for you anyways that's what that's basically what they were doing for a living for the most part anyways um so we were in the den doing that we were playing on the xbox too because they had like a tv and an xbox in there set up and like some couches and stuff and that's what we all were doing now i can tell you I know that's what they were doing because they told us it's what they were doing and we walked in on them doing it. They just didn't want us out there while they were doing it. They were in all in the garage smoking pot. That's what the adults were doing. Okay. Like, let's be real. So anyways, at one point, um, it's time for dinner. So we all gather up at the table, we eat our dinner and I will tell you, I was kind of freaked out that the, the, um, that the soup was supposed to be cold because it all my entire life, I'd never had a bisque. I never knew that they made soups that were supposed to be cold in my whole world in my whole time of growing up soup was always just this really hot bowl of liquid with like vegetables and stuff in it you know or like creamy stuff with stuff in it like that's what soup was and it's hot I was so freaked out to even try it because I was like no cold soup is gonna be no it was actually super good and that was the thing I ate first went to town on some crab it was delicious and then I know there was dinner rolls and then I guess there's some other little sides too I don't remember but I know there was like tons of food so we did all that we then ate a bunch of cookies and other stuff that Mike and Mike and Susie had brought because they'd bought like a tray of cookies and like I think like a pie and some other stuff so we mauled that basically after dinner and then um of course we were starving because she wouldn't let us eat all fucking day except for our candy bars from the 99 cent store so obviously and then um after that like we all kind of sat around and we opened our gifts I only really had gifts from Ben Ben had gifts from you know obviously from Mo and from Brenda and Devin they all bought him gifts, and I think Mike and Susie did too. I didn't have any gifts from them, but we all sat around and opened gifts together, and then all the adults went back into the garage, and all the kids went back into the den. That's where my mom called and basically demanded I come home because it's nighttime now, and uh, she has stuff that she wants me to do at home, so I need to come home. Now, this is where things kind of get weird and awkward because I'm sitting there my mom is basically yelling at me on the phone. We're having an argument on the phone because I'm 18. I don't think I should have to go home. I'm at my boyfriend's house for Christmas. I'll talk to you tomorrow. 
And she's basically telling me, uh, no, like, your ex-stepdad is on your way to pick you up right now. Like, you're coming home. And then the we kind of go back and forth, and she hangs up on me. So I get really upset, and I cry in front of everybody. And everybody's just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm just like, I tell them what went on. And now here's something you have to understand about Brenda. She's very much that person who's like an instigator, a gaslighter, a whatever. Like, she's very much drama and very much one of those kind of people you know like creating she will go out of her way to create problems when there are none I'll just put it that way she's one of those kind of people and she started telling me about how you know for her to yell at you on the phone when you know you're at someone's house and then make you cry like that shows she just has no respect for you you are an adult blah 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 and like telling me all this stuff and I'm like but, like, girl, you literally do that to your own son, like, all the time. Like, what are you, do- <laughs> like, what are you doing? But, like, at the time, I was so upset. I was kind of just, like, agreeing with her, too, because, like, oh, my God, like, I'm 18, and I should be allowed to stay here. And she's like, yeah, you should be allowed to stay here, even though if I would have stayed there, guarantee you she would have made me sleep on the couch or made Ben sleep on the couch and made this whole deal about how, Ain't nobody going to be having sex in my house. She liked to do that. She liked to make a huge deal about how she thought we were going to have sex in her house. And let's be real. We probably would have. And we did have at some points. Let's just be honest. Okay. Um, But yeah. So then I get in the car and I'm on my way home. And I'm just bawling my eyes out in the car. Because I wanted to stay at my boyfriend's house and hang out and have like Christmas. With people who were cool. Because they weren't my family and they weren't related to me. And I didn't you know anyway um yeah I was going through that rebellious teenager phase where my family was lame and they sucked and I thought they were weird and I didn't want to be with my family but yeah so I get home and now this is the part where it's really fun okay so I get home and I'm upset and my mom said basically I wanted you to come home because we're going to open presents together and I want you to open your presents so we start opening our presents mainly it's all these like really medium-sized boxes and in the boxes are like maybe it's like a DVD or a CD or a pair of socks, whatever. And then I get to this one box that's super tiny and I'm like, oh, this is going to be nothing. Like it's super tiny. I open it up and it's a freaking iPod, an iPod shuffle. And I'm so excited because I'd been wanting an iPod shuffle for so long. All I'd have were those cheapo like Walmart MP3 players and not an iPod. So I finally had an iPod and I was so excited. And then my mom comes out with this, these two gigantic boxes And now my sister also had an iPod shuffle. Mine was black and hers was pink. And I remember, um, she, they come out with these two huge boxes. Now these boxes are heavy and they have stuff that rattles around them. So of course we're thinking, oh, like we got something big and something good and something expensive. We open up these gigantic boxes and they're full of rocks and we pull out all the rocks and all the other crap that was in there. And we're like... So you got us empty boxes for Christmas. Oh, like, this is a funny prank. And I, and my sister's just, like, sitting there, like, not sure what to do. And I'm just, like, going off on my mom about how this isn't funny. Like, I thought I got something, but I know you're trying to prank us or whatever. And, like, my mom is like, I'm not pranking you. Like, go look inside the box. Go look in the bottom of the box. And I was just like, no, it's a prank. It's an empty box. And my mom is like, no, like, you guys need to look again in the box. And her and my stepdad are just laughing at us. And so we go and we look one more time in the box, and we each had a $100 bill in our box. They just wanted to, like, trick us. 
and have a way of wrapping it that wasn't just like your classic stick it in this envelope like here's some money like you know they wanted to have fun with it which I thought was a cool idea and I'm have actually used a couple times not for money but for like other stuff like I stuck rocks in a box to make it heavier than it than the item was or I've stuck like marbles in there to make it sound like something's in there when there wasn't like you know so that is one thing and then after that we had this family tradition of going to see this place it's no longer there anymore which sucked because my almost I feel like my whole childhood especially in high school and junior high it became like a tradition to go see this place called the singing house basically there was this house literally it was like every inch of their yard every inch of their home everything was covered in lights and it was all this big light show set to music that you could tune into a radio they would play it out loud from their home but you could also if you were in your car tune into a radio station and the music would be playing they to the light show so that's what we did is we watched the entire light show of the singing house and then there's this other place called Candy Cane Lane, which is in a different city than us. I think it's in a place called Manteca. So we drove all the way out there, drove all through Candy Cane Lane, like had the best time. Oh my God, it was so fun. And um, it was just really cool and a really fun night. We went to Starbucks and like my mom let me actually get coffee like late at night. Like she normally would never do that but she was just like you know what I'm getting coffee you guys get coffee get whatever you want and we literally had a Starbucks party while sitting there and watching the singing house and watching this giant light show unfortunately I um singing house is no longer there I think the people whoever it was either moved or they sold all their lights to someone else or whatever because we found a light show that's almost identical it's just in a completely different neighborhood, like still in our same town, but just in a completely different neighborhood, except the light show now is in Spanish and not English. So I'm thinking either they sold it or somebody moved in with somebody else, like the people who own the home got old and moved in with their like kids or whatever, you know? So I don't know. But I guess it's time to make new traditions. Anyways, that's the end of that Christmas story. my wisdom that I will impart on you today um or not really wisdom more just kind of like the moral of the story I guess I don't know um the reason this whole thing that year was such a big deal to me was Ben was kind of like like I'd had like oh this is my boyfriend let's go walk around and go to the movies and blah 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 but like they only lasted like a month maybe two at the most they were never that serious for me, Ben was, like, my first love. It was, like, a serious thing because, like, I met his family and, like, we went and did things. Like, there was another guy I met his family, but, like, again, it never got that serious and that's a whole other story. Um, but, yeah, with Ben, it was, like, I met his family. His mom and his mom's boyfriend were, like, super nice to me and immediately just kind of, like, besides the whole his mom being weird and overdramatic, like... His mom's boyfriend and the, their roommate, like, automatically were, like, always giving me life advice and, like, teaching me things and, like, treated me very well. 
the his mom kind of did that when she wanted to, but for her quote unquote life advice, it was more like her saying, well, I did this and this and this, and it was very stupid. And like, now you're starting to do this and you should not do that. Or you're in a relationship with my son. So you have to be this certain way, like, or it's not going to work out. I just know like that was her life advice. So straight up, what I'm going to give you is honestly, your first love is going to seem like the biggest thing in the world, especially like in your teenagers. That's going to be like, oh my God, like I love this person. I'm going to die without them. Um, trust me, girl, Ben has been out of my life for over 10 years now and I'm still alive and I'm still breathing. And yes, all these big major milestones you're going to hit with them, like meeting their family or like going to their house for a holiday or whatever, hit the milestone, enjoy it, soak it up. You know, you need it. But at the end, just remember at the end of the day, you're still very young. Like you, you, you are very young and chances are that this person as much as you love them in that moment and think that you're in love with them and think that they are the one, they're probably not. Okay. I'm not trying to be mean and I'm not trying to be like heartless, but they're probably not. You're very young. You have a lot of growing to do. So soak it in, enjoy the relationship, do what you can take what you can from the relationship and learn from it. And just because this person is meant to be, yeah, maybe they are meant to be, they're meant to be in your life to teach you something or, to help you grow as a person or even just to teach you what you don't want in a relationship but meant to be sometimes just means meant to be in your life for a time and not meant to be forever pineapples it is time for me to tell you goodbye so you know what I always say I love you you're beautiful and uh, if we ever cross paths in person I will buy you tacos and touch your butt all right goodbye